Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend, and today we continue with Lesson 9, All Events Are Neutral, Section 4, Five Minutes a Day, The Foundation of Mastery. And we're just going to dive right into Paragraph 6, where Jeshua says, as we continue, Utilize the very process of sitting down in a chair as a symbol of preparing the mind for the dropping of a pebble into it, out of which will reverberate the vibrations or ripples that will come back to you. So, very simple what he's saying here. And this is this idea of just five minutes of day. Five minutes a day of being with yourself, of feeling exactly what you are experiencing in your emotional field. That was from yesterday's episode and paragraph. Just that, he says. And then he plays with us. You might even want to play with what it would feel like to sit in a chair as a Christ, as a creator. So see these five minutes, this commitment that you're making to yourself, just five minutes. Just the process of sitting down to do this is symbolic of you preparing your mind for what you are experiencing, what you want to manifest, what you want to create in your life, not the trappings on the outside, which we also focus on, but really the inner experience. For example, if, you re- if you're wanting to manifest a thriving business, a six-figure business, yes, that's a great thing to do. But you really want that six-figure business for how you think it's going, like the experience of how you're going to feel inside when you have it. That's how most of us operate. And we kind of ignore, we kind of ignore the journey or we can be miserable or anxious or stressed during the process just to get to that six-figure number that we just made up that it has to be six figures. Why not Why not be happy at 99,000? No, it's 100,000 because the six figures mean something to us and we've given it the meaning. So it's like, and then when I get the six figures, I'll feel like I made it. I feel like I'm worthy. I feel safe and secure. I feel like I accomplished something. I feel like I'm making a difference. Those feelings are what you really want to experience. You just think that you need to get the six-figure business in order to feel those. And clearly, we all know that you don't have to because you could sit in a chair, close your eyes, and imagine, this is how powerful your imagination is, you're creating, you can imagine the end. Okay, I'm gonna sit and imagine that I'm on year two, not just, oh, I just finally crossed the six-figure mark, but I'm in year two of my six-figure business. And now it's mid-six figures. How does it feel? Well, I'm not so obsessed about getting there and the money. Now I'm growing and focused on other aspects of the business. But it feels normal. It feels normal to have six figures, to be making six figures, to be helping people, to have a business that makes a difference. And it feels good. So focus on those feelings. I'm feeling a sense of security, a sense of purpose. I'm feeling good about myself. I enjoy making a difference. Start feeling those things now, even if the thing isn't in the physical world yet, and spend time on that now every day. That's what all the manifestation teachers are are teaching you. But so many of them don't talk about 
underneath yes you can manifest anything but it's really why do you want to manifest it how do you think it's going to make you feel what do you think the thing that you manifest the meaning you're giving and the meaning it gives about you so if i manifest my dream home that means something to me personally that's what i want to look at my motivations my inspirations the why because that's going to reveal to me what's my value what's my values, meaning what's important to me. And that's I'm creating my experience based on that. This is not rocket science. It's really simple. And Jeshua is inviting us, see those five minutes as you're preparing the mind to drop to drop the pebbles or to create the experience inside of yourself, because that's the only place it is, to create the experience that you want to feel and have. He says on the next paragraph, it's much easier to send out ripples and experience them when they come back in a blissful way, a way that brings you peace, joy, fun, laughter, play, and unlimitedness, instead of having to constantly butt your head against something that you would rather transmute or run away from. And that's so much of how we live our lives. We're focused, our attention is on all the things that we don't want, all the problems that need to be solved for things to get better, for us to feel differently, for other people to be happy. Problems, negativity, what's not right, what I don't have. And then we create more of that in our life or whatever is created, we see through that lens. Jeshua saying, that's that's tough, man. That's a, that's a tough way to go through living because you're constantly creating things that a part of you doesn't want. You're like constantly trying to transmute and change things or run away from them instead of creating in your awareness how you want to feel in a blissful, peaceful, joyful, fun, playful way, unlimited way. It's all happening in your consciousness, in your thinking. He continues in paragraph eight, but it begins with five minutes in which you acknowledge that you can create whatever experience that you want as a feeling that floods through your awareness, as a quality of thought that you allow to keep repeating in the mind. You allow it. We talk about the nervous system, the unconscious. We talk about your parents, where where all our limiting beliefs came from, our issues. Oh, my mother did this. My father did this. This happened in my childhood. This is why the way I am. Maybe, but you're allowing it. You're perpetuating it by focusing on it. When you're blaming someone, you're so convinced that you're right, that it's their fault, and it keeps you in the story. And when you're in the story, you're focused on that again. And it just... It's just a loop. Most of us are like Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about how like by the time we're 35, I don't know what he says, like 90 percent of our thoughts are just recycled thoughts. And that's why it's so hard for people as they get older to change because they're just recycling the same pattern thinking and they don't even realize it. And you, and we get comfortable in it, too. That's why change seems hard because it's just uncomfortable because it's a new experience. It's different than what we're used to, and we're creatures of comfort. Although our soul wants to be free, our body just wants to feel safe, and we feel safe in the familiar. So Jeshua is just, it begins 
with five minutes. Five minutes, you can do this. If you struggle with consistency, if you have a hard time keeping streaks or doing something even as simple as five minutes a day, this is where accountability comes into play. This is where accountability groups or systems of creating habits. Read Atomic Habits. That's a great book. And there's different ways to support yourself in creating a new habit. And one of the things about habit formation is it's a lot easier. It takes a lot more energy and it's harder to stop a bad habit than to just start a new habit. It's easier, less energy to start a new habit. But there's so many different tools and techniques to support yourself in new behaviors and new habit change. Five minutes, you can do this, in which you can, and really it ultimately comes down to if you really want to, right? If I said, uh, you'll never see your kid, if you have kids, you'll never see your kid again tomorrow if you don't spend five minutes each day doing this exercise, it wouldn't even be an issue. So it's a matter of not how do I do it? How do I find the time? No, it's a priority. It's the most important thing. Five minutes in which you acknowledge that you can create whatever experience you want. And our brain goes to, well, all the things on the outside, the external. But Jeshua qualifies this as a feeling that floods through your awareness. Use your imagination. Sit and feel. Sit and choose how you want to feel. Again, the one of the ones that I use is what if I want to feel at peace? Sometimes I say, I imagine and I ask, what is the most, what, what can I imagine what the most peaceful person on the planet right now must feel like? And then I can sink into that feeling and I can start to feel that feeling for myself through that transference in a way. What is the most generous person in the planet feel like? Regardless of how much money they have in the bank, because we all know people who are so generous who don't have a lot of material wealth, what do they feel like right now? The most generous person on the planet. If I close my eyes and in my body feel how I imagine they feel, oh my God, it's expansive. There's like an infinite well in my heart that never runs dry that's just pouring forth. I have so much. I want to share with everyone. It feels so good to share. So you can create whatever experience you want. You want to experience joy. Choose to experience joy. Think about moments you've had in your past that you felt joyful and start to feel the feeling. And when your brain says, well, that's not happening now. Look what's happening now. You shouldn't feel joyful. Just see your brain's doing that. And you choose to bring yourself back to that feeling. Imagine what the most joyful person on the planet must feel like right now, regardless of their relationship status or who's alive or not in their life or their health condition or their bank account or their whatever. Imagine what the most joyful person on the planet right now feels like, bursting, uncontainable, infectious joy. Imagine what a Christ feels like. Imagine yourself as a Christ. What could that feel like? Just imagine, pretend like you're writing a script for a movie and you're playing a character who's all of a sudden become enlightened. How does that person feel? How does Jesus feel? How did the Buddha feel? Just use your imagination. You're creating when you use your imagination. And Jeshua says, as a quality of thought that you allow to keep repeating in the mind. These are what, what mantras are, right? 
their their phrases or their sounds that keep us repeating over and over and over again. I am love. I am love. I am love. And it's not just the words, it's the feeling. I am love. I am peaceful. I am joyful. I am a powerful creator. This is what I do every day, is I have a declaration. And it's been it's been carefully crafted through a process. This is what I, my coach did with me and what I do with my coaching clients. It's a declaration. It's a way of being, declaring and creating my way of being every single day. And the first one is, I am the rising sun. And when I sit and I say that and declare, I am the rising sun. I am being the rising sun. For me, the rising sun has, it's there to, what does the sun do? And what does the rising sun do? It wakes people up through its light, through its love, through its life-giving energy. And not everybody likes to be woken up in the morning. Not everybody who's in the dark likes to have the rising sun come in their eyes, but it's necessary. So if what I share or the way that I share it, you know, people don't necessarily like it, but it's coming from love, that's okay. I'm okay with that. I am the rising sun. And there's also an element of like the son of God, the child of God. I'm rising into that. I'm being this. I'm becoming it. I'm being it. I'm owning it. I am it. And when I say that and declare that every day, it makes shifts in my consciousness. I feel a shift in my body. I feel expansive. The sun is enormous, our sun, relative, right? There's probably other stars that are, there are other stars that are way bigger than our sun, but it's, it's this idea of I am the rising sun. That's one of my, I think I have 26, if I counted them out, that I say every morning. And I listen to them. I have them on recording. I say them silently, I say them aloud, I think them. I am a wave in the ocean of love, made in the image and likeness of my creator, born of the sole purpose, existing for the soul and soul, S-O-L-E, the singular purpose and the S-O-U-L, the sole purpose of extending and expressing the good, the holy, and the beautiful through me, as me. I am a wave in the ocean. How big is the ocean? How many waves are there? But I'm still the ocean. I am a wave in the ocean of love. This is what I am, not this little Jason Amoroso here for, you know, however many years in this body with the family and the the life and, you know, the job and the pets and the just the like the things that we identify with, right? <laughs> That's not that that's what I'm experiencing right now, but that's not who I am. So it's a quality of thought that you allow, that you allow to keep repeating in the mind. What are the stories you tell yourself? I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I can't have what I want. The greatest hits were so there's they're the greatest hits for a reason. We're they're so familiar to us. Write them down. Write down your greatest hits of of self-judgment. Just be aware of them. And they're all the same. They're all some version of I'm not enough. I'm not special. I'm not chosen. I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. There's something wrong with me. I need to be different. Uh, Why can't I have what I want? Life's unfair. All these limiting beliefs. Those all have a vibration. 
And if you really start to pay attention to how often you are entertaining them, you're allowed, again, we use that, uh, the analogy of you're the bouncer of your own nightclub. And if you're letting, you're just letting all those thoughts and you're just entertaining them. Hey, come into my club, be the VIP, Mr. Not Enough. And you feel not enough, no matter what you accomplish. Some of the most accomplished people still feel like they're not enough. And that fuels them. Sometimes it fuels them to achieve great things in the world that everybody else is like, wow, look what you achieved. You're amazing. But inside, they still feel not enough. And this doesn't mean like settling. This doesn't mean being complacent. It's an inner experience of yourself. It's not about what you create out in the world because everything in the world is going to crumble. So what's your inner experience as you are creating things? Five minutes a day where you acknowledge that you can create whatever experience you want, even if it's the hardest thing you're going through, a diagnosis, the death of a loved one, you get to create the experience. It doesn't mean deny your feelings doesn't mean deny what you're feeling. Acknowledge what you're feeling. Feel it fully. And if you want a different experience, ask yourself, what experience do I want? Well, I want to feel at peace here. I don't see a way. I can't think myself out of this, but I want to feel at peace here. I want to feel more abundant. I want to feel more whole. I want my feeling of myself internally to be different than what I'm noticing on the outside. On the outside, my bank account is zero. On the outside, my I've got this health diagnosis I'm dealing with. On the outside, I just got divorced. But on the inside, I want to feel and know that I'm okay, that I'm whole, like the soul of me is whole, that I'm good, that I'm lovable, that I'm loved. These are the pebbles that you drop in. And he says it's a feeling that floods through your awareness. Focus on the feeling. that Not the mental intellect level, the emotional feeling level. And we'll close with Jeshua gives us an example of what this looks like. He says, you can sit in a chair as an awakened Christ now. I and my father are one. It's a beautiful day. I've manifested a physical form sitting in a chair in a corner of one little tiny dimension of creation. How amazing this moment is. I think I'll just sit here and feel the heart beating in the body and the breath flowing through it. Ah, there's the sound of a bird. I'm glad I called that to myself. What beautiful thoughts can I think right now? Who can I send love to without lifting a finger? I am unlimited forever. I am free. I am free. I am free. Beautiful. So he's giving us an example of what it could feel like, what it could be like to sit in a chair now, now, as an awakened Christ. This is how a Christ thinks. And When you think about Jesus Christ, you think, oh, my God, he's so much different than me. He's the son of God. He's so enlightened. He must, you know, have way different thoughts than I have. But maybe not. Maybe he maybe he's just so disciplined 
in choosing his thoughts, he knows who he is. I mean, look at these thoughts. If you read through this, this is not anything we can't understand. We understand this. It's a beautiful day. We understand that. There's the sound of a bird. I'm glad that I've called that to myself. What, a beautiful, what beautiful thoughts can I think right now? We can understand that. Who can I send love to without lifting a finger? Just by thinking and sending love to them. We can understand that. I'm sharing this because sometimes this idea of being enlightened or being a Christ seems like such a big, far away idea. It's not. It's not. We can understand everything Jeshua is saying to us. Practice. Five minutes a day practicing. You might be like, well, this is, you know, thinking positive. Yeah, think positive. Think loving thoughts. Think encouraging thoughts. Think peaceful thoughts. Think joyful thoughts all day long, no matter what's happening. That's the message. This is where free, this is Viktor Frankl's message. This is Nelson Mandela's message. This is Martin Luther King Jr.'s message. This is Gandhi's message. No matter what is happening outside or seemingly to you, you choose how you see it, how you hold it, how you will experience it, what value it has, regardless of what anyone else is thinking or choosing or holding. Their value might be different from yours, but you choose your experience. Once you really get that, you're free. Because it doesn't matter what happens. You're choosing your experience. You're planting seeds of love. And what do seeds of love grow? If you plant those, they grow into whatever manifestation of love it looks like. But it's loving. What I would encourage you to do in your five minutes, maybe here's something to play with. Record this. Get out your phone. Put on the voice recorder and record this. I and my father are one. It's a beautiful day. I've manifested a physical form sitting in a chair in a corner of one little tiny dimension of creation. How amazing this moment is. I think I'll just sit here and feel the heart beating in the body and the breath flowing through it. Ah, there's the sound of a bird. I'm glad I called that to myself. What beautiful thoughts can I think right now? Who can I send love to without lifting a finger? I am unlimited forever. I am free. I am free. I am free. Maybe you would say it's slower. Record it. It'll probably take you two and a half minutes. And then for a week, play that. Play this. Play the recording in your own voice of the of these words and have that be the start of your five minutes. So the first half is you listening to these words and feeling them. And the second half, when there's silence, is you now being this. Feeling this, allowing your mind to focus on what you want to experience. Why not? Jeshua says, do you think you would like to have that experience for five minutes? Why not begin today? The choice is yours. You can delay. You can find so many reasons why not to do it. Or you can start. Pick a time in your day. Habit stack. You know what habit stacking is? It's like... Pick a habit that you already do, for example, like brushing your teeth at night, and then do this after that, or do it in the morning after you brush your teeth. So you already brush your teeth, and now you're just stacking a new habit on top of one that you already have. So you don't have to like remember it. it makes it, it's just another little tool to make it easier. But at the end of the day, it's your choice. Five minutes a day. That's all Jeshua is asking. 
or inviting you into. Feeling how you want to feel. Feeling how you are feeling. Creating your experience. It's a beautiful thing. You can do it. I've been doing it. Makes a difference for me. We're doing it together. I'm excited to dive in tomorrow where there's going to be some really good stuff. I love you. Have a great day. If you get value from this podcast, please like, subscribe, share with somebody who you think would get value. And uh, send me an email. Let me know you're listening. Hello at revelationbreathwork.com. I'd love to hear from you. Love just to say hi back. And if you're interested in the Living the Way of Mastery year-long program, uh, check out the link in the notes. It's going to be a life-changing year-long commitment for eight people. We have people signing up already, so there's limited spaces. And it's going to be really about what are you wanting to create in your life and how can you use these teachings and these principles to not just create them for creation's sake, but to create your being, to free yourself, to never be a victim again of anything outside of you, and especially yourself, to be a presence of love and forgiveness and compassion and joy, and to be who you really are. All right. Love you guys. See you tomorrow.